This is the Fantasy Champion Show. This is the Fantasy Champion Show. This is the Fantasy Champion Show. Presented by North End Subaru and Mazda. This is the Fantasy Champion Show. This is the Fantasy Champion Show. This is the Fantasy Champion Show. Presented by North End Subaru and Mazda. Now live from the Merchants Auto Studio, here's Nick Anastas and Ryan Stores. This is the Fantasy Champion Show here on ESPN New Hampshire. We're on TuneIn. We're online as well at ESPNNHradio.com. I'm Nick Anastas. I'm with Ryan Stores. Fresh off of whooping. <laughs> week number nine handed out in my direction. That's okay, though. We're taking your Twitter questions at ESPNNH. That's our handle, at ESPNNH. And we're live here in the Merchant Auto Studio, brought to you, of course, by North End Subaru and Mazda. Their latest specials are online at buynorthend.com. A little bit later, we'll go back to the, the game plan and break down week 10, game by game. Tough to believe it's already week 10. It's already November. It's dark out by 5 o'clock. It's getting <laughs> colder and windier. Yep. But on the bright side, the games are starting to mean a little bit more. And that's always good for the fans. Yeah, the real NFL football games obviously are meaning a lot more as we get close to the playoffs. And obviously the fantasy uh, is only a few weeks away if you really think about it. So really time to start uh, ramping up, uh, making sure your rushes are all set, uh, getting those last-minute trades in, and uh, getting your team set for the last stretch here. Yeah, a lot of trade deadlines are this week. Any general advice? You're, uh, you're a guy who likes to generally wheel and deal. This is the time of year I usually like to do it. I like to... Kind of make sure my, my lineup's where I want it. Um, you really want depth because um, there are a few weeks left of buys. Yep. So if, if you're really, um, you know, if you're struggling at one position, if you don't have a lot of, a lot of bench, for, for, for instance, my situation was I didn't have a lot of running back depth and I had to go about and make a move to do that. Um, and you kind of just want a little bit of confidence to solidify your roster a little bit. That, that way, if you get any late injuries uh, or you know, have some big buys, some big bye weeks coming up, uh, we just came off a big one with six teams on there, so uh, just make yourself comfortable. Make sure you got enough, uh, uh, you know, players to choose from, and then uh, from there you should uh, be able to uh, put the best roster out there and uh, give it give it your all. Yep. Dynasty leagues, of course, your contender package in a pick. Yeah. Maybe not a first round pick, because remember you're only getting these guys for guaranteed what five games, maybe. Right. The rest of the way, sometimes four if there's a buy hidden in there. So don't give up the farm if you're involved in an arms race but always good to maybe get an extra flex guy a receiver a back give you some more depth down the stretch yeah all right week nine came and went some of the takeaways were what uh well right away uh, i know we talked a lot about it last week was the the oakland raiders uh and how they've kind of <clears throat> kind of changed more to a passing team and um you know i we went on and about uh, i know i did about uh you know focus on the passing game with Derek Carr and the wide receivers that have been playing really well all season long. Uh, and then what happens, they go and play Denver uh, with, with a with secondary that's a little bit banged up, and they run the ball, and Latavius Murray gets right. 20 carries and three right. touchdowns over 100 yards. So. By far Murray's best game. They had a lead pretty much all night, though. Yeah. And I think that might have factored into the second half play calling where they were looking to run a little bit of clock. But, listen, he's been their best back. Mm-hmm. You and I have been in agreement about that. All season, size and strength, third year, grasping the playbook, the whole nine. I guess the knock is that he got kind of worn down at the end of games last year. Mm-hmm. He's really only a two-back guy because they've got better options passing the ball out of the backfield with Washington there. Um, but I think maybe, hopefully, for for Murray owners that this is a sign 
perhaps a thing to come with, with more of a workload and more of a balanced approach to that Raider offense. Yeah, it seems like um, you know he's going to be the guy, and we've been talking about that uh, when, when they do get the running game going. They're still going to sprinkle in Washington. They're still going to sprinkle in uh, Ricard, yep. Ricard. But um, and I think that's 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 uh, the healthy approach for the Raiders, uh, and and it's a healthy approach for any Murray owners because I mean obviously you can own the other two uh, as a handcuff situation if, if Murray were to go down because they can step in and, and play pretty well. Uh, but I think the the ideal situation is is what we're seeing right now, and that's Murray being the bell cow and uh, you know sprinkle in Washington and Ricard here and there for. Uh, some of those passing downs to, to, to give him a, a rest. But I think this is the – all the stars are aligning for Murray owners right now, and it's looking pretty good. Now, in my other league, I had Murray in there. Mm-hmm. I also had Mark Ingram. Oh, yes. Who came back and reminded everyone on how good he can be. Perfect storm, though, I think, in retrospect, right? Coming off a benching, essentially, where he sat down in the first half after a fumble the week before against Seattle. Um, Tim Hightower comes in, goes off. Oh, no, you know, uh, Ingram's overrated. He's falling off. We said pump the brakes. He's going to get another shot. And I'm sure he heard it all week, you know, from social media and the media and the papers and all that. Mm-hmm. He was going to come out and, and have a big game against the San Francisco defense that hasn't been able to stop anyone on the ground all season long. So, again, kind of a perfect storm. He had inspiration. They had a lead. They were looking to get him involved. And, boy, did he respond 158-2. Yeah, he looked really good. It looked like Sean Payton took a page out of Belichick's book, and you know you're gonna fumble. I'm gonna put you on the bench and not not worry about you for the rest of the game, kind of deal. So, and it worked out for for Ingram. Obviously, this week he had a really good game. Um, like you mentioned, the stats there, a couple of touchdowns, obviously. Uh, and we had that Twitter question last week, and kind of um, told the uh, the uh, the Twitter uh, person that, that that tweeted in that question that it was you know it was it was time to relax. I think he's yep. gonna be fine and. Uh, and uh, we, we, he showed that he's he's a big talent, um, and uh, he's definitely the t- most talented running back they have. Obviously, we've seen what Hightower can do in his absence. Um, so I think maybe some some people that are own Hightower get a little too excited. To, yeah. Maybe he's going to be the the guy down the stretch. But no, it's it's Ingram's job. It's Ingram's. He's he's the he's the most talented one there. So he's going to be. Yeah, and moving forward, he's going to have the touches to warrant a start mm-hmm. at the running back two spot. I think ranked 14th right now in my ESPN league amongst backs. He does have Denver next up on the schedule. This is the Fantasy Champion Show here on ESPN New Hampshire. We're on TuneIn and online as well at ESPNNHradio.com, presented by North End Zubaru and Mazda. Looking over week nine and taking away some of the performances, trying to break those down, I'll throw out a name, Marcus Mariota, a guy you have now given the keys to the kingdom, (laughs) so to speak. He's the face of Storr's Jack and Water franchise, and, Boy, he's been putting up numbers increasingly better. 300 yards plus in the latest victory. Uh, did they win that game against San Diego? No, they didn't. No, they, they lost, were, but that lot, was a good game. A lot of the reason why was because of him, but he's still... Well, he made a mistake there in the fourth quarter. That's right. It's coming back to me now. Yeah, but but still, one of his better games, I think, uh, the, the two picks aside, did toss three touchdowns, tied a season high, and again, uh, the only time he's gone over 300 yards this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's had a stretch of four games that he's... Uh, he basically averaged in the mid-20s as far as points go. He had 34 uh, a few weeks ago, uh, 18, 21, and 20, 28 last week. Uh, and that's with the, the turnovers that he had. So he's been playing well. Obviously, it's a little bit concerning because he, he does have the turnover still, and he's kind of kind of a gunslinger uh, mentality right now where he's kind of throwing it around. Yeah, they're, they're letting the letting the brakes off. Yeah. You know, taking the training wheels off at this point. So for fantasy owners like myself, it's kind of been good because he's been able to get that stat line up there where – in the beginning of the season, if you were a Mariota owner or, or, or monitoring his situation, 
you know, you're a little bit nervous about what's going on because he wasn't really passing the ball a lot. Uh, it was more leaning on uh, DeMarco Murray, which is still continue to do. Um, but now he's, uh, you know, like you said, they're, they're letting him go. They're letting him run around a little bit more, letting him throw the ball around. Um, and, and the stats have shown there. So it's, uh, it's been a good, uh, good pickup for me to, to roll with him. And hopefully that, that trend continues with him uh, putting up some good fantasy points. All right, continuing to break it down, well, I guess we'll stick with quarterbacks. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, another top 10 quarterback uh, by the numbers here, at least in, in my ESPN league. He's ranked eighth. The aforementioned Mariota is seventh. These are mm. two young guys who who had pretty good years last year and are, I think, building upon it. And Tyrod, you felt like Monday night against Seattle may have had the best game of his career. Uh, he certainly looked comfortable out there. He's mobile as anybody mm. that we've seen uh Maybe since Mike Vick, is that too big of a statement? Oh, uh, in all seriousness, that. he leads the NFL in quarterback rushing yards, and he's been able to do what he wants uh, at times this season at the head of that Buffalo offense. Yeah, it's funny you say that because I think if you, if anybody, the, any of the losers were watching, uh, watching um, Monday Night Football, I think Gruden did say that it's a, it's like Michael Vick, a right-handed Michael Vick out there. So, uh, so that's that's kind of what he's been doing, uh, and we all know when Michael Vick, Vick was in his prime and playing really well. Uh, even a few seasons with the Eagles, uh, he, he was he was throwing the ball down the field. He was running for touchdowns. Uh, he was a fantasy, um, you know, uh, gem, if you will. Yeah. So I think that's gonna if he can continue to play like that, uh, and he's probably not owned in a ton of leagues. He's probably I know he's available in one of the leagues that I have. Uh, so I mean, you can probably yeah, fifty six percent. Yeah. So, uh, so half almost uh, almost half the leagues he's gonna be available. So if you're looking for some uh, some some quarterback help that maybe you don't have to trade for. Uh, go out on the waiver wire and get him. He's probably been a big waiver wire pickup this week because, like I said, or like you said, I think he played one of those best games of his career where he was able to run the ball around there, throw the ball around, only made a few minor mistakes to to, to negative the, uh, the the fantasy points, but I thought he looked really good out there. Yeah, he threw a pick, but I think that was the result of a miscommunication. I think the receiver pulled up short on the route mm. and led to Sherman's pick in the end zone. We'll stick with quarterbacks, and we'll stick with quarterback ones. Here's another guy in the top ten. On the seasonal rankings in ESPN, at least again in my league, and that's the rookie Dak Prescott. Mm -hmm. Another big game. Knock on wood, it was against Cleveland, but who cares at this point? It doesn't matter who's been on the other side. And similar, I think, to what we're seeing with Mariota, he's starting to well, they're starting to trust him a little bit more, and it's showing up in the playbook. They're opening it up a little bit for him. And again, he's another guy who can get outside the pocket, hurt you with the legs, run for six, run for seven, get out of bounds, not force it. Very mature. All the stuff that a lot of the analysts were saying in the preseason about the poise, that has translated into the regular season schedule. My question now is this. Is he a quarterback one the rest of the way in fantasy? I mean, I'd have to say yes. I mean, the, they just came out with the news that Romo is now healthy and cleared to play, and they're not making the decision to put him in. So, obviously, the Cowboys brass has all confidence that Doc Prescott's going to be their quarterback moving forward unless something were to happen. Uh, so, I think as a fantasy uh, owner, if you own him, uh, then you do the same thing. He's been playing pretty well. Uh, you know, he's seen the last couple of weeks against, obviously against Philadelphia. But night he came back and the, when they were behind and played well and got some touchdowns. He's got um, De uh, Des Bryant back, and that's helped him out a lot. And we saw how well Jason Witten did last week against Cleveland. I think he had almost 20 fantasy points. So, yeah, first uh, so, time over 103 years. And we haven't really seen that all year, as far as uh, as far as Witten. Obviously, Des was hurt, but now if you can get someone like Witten, obviously Witten's yeah. up there in age, but a security blanket, someone that can get open. Um, if they run him on routes, though, they, they've been bringing him, kind of hanging him around the line as an extra tackle. We saw that at times last year when Romo was out. 
Um, but Sunday they they cut him loose. Yeah, he had you know ten targets, eight catches, whatever it was, mm-hmm. and uh, and clearly the numbers were there. Partying like it's two thousand seven. Yeah, <laughs> all over again. All right, we will come back and do what we do here on the Fantasy Champion Show, and that is break down the matchups. Week ten dissected. Next, we're brought to you by North End Subaru and Mazda. Their website is bynorthend.com. This is the Fantasy Champion Show here on ESPN New Hampshire. Tune in and ESPNNHradio.com. <laughs> 